welcome to Oh My God, They Were Teammates. It's Mac, Puff, and Iris this week, and a new special guest, our intern, Jess. Our favorite best intern. We're not calling her slutty intern on the podcast, right? That's up to her. (laughs) You can call me slutty intern, it's fine. I don't have a good, like, slutty voice to match it. No, I don't know. I think it sounds pretty sultry. Yeah, the sultry was the word I was going to (laughs) use. Yeah. I like calling me the best intern, though. Um, I'm the only intern. (laughs) Automatically the best intern. That's That's why you're the best. And to be fair, none of us are getting paid, so the the (laughs) title intern is purely... Yeah, we're all interns here. (laughs) It's purely a joke title. Um, Why don't you, like, uh, introduce yourself a little bit, Jess? Just, like, your favorite teams, how and when you got into hockey... Anything fun? Um, so I grew up in a hockey town, uh, minor league hockey, but uh, I've been going to hockey basically since I was like four years old and only recently started watching NHL hockey, though. Um, unfortunately, a Flyers fan. Mood. And uh, a handful of other uh, players that I follow like they're my favorites. She's currently wearing a uh, Habs Pride shirt, so... I really want one of those. If I weren't so scared of getting a white sweatshirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the mood. I'm going to tie-dye it eventually. Oh, right. Puff, why aren't you wearing your Pride gear today? Oh, um, actually because I need to put the shirt through the wash first. And uh, because... I'm, I tend to be allergic to a lot of things. What 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 my super awesome subtle bridge was going to be like? Puff went to a pride game this week. Nope. Now yeah. we're going to joke about how I buy a bunch of clothes at thrift stores but never wash them first. My, my mom hates that about me. No, Mac. Yeah, don't do that, kids. Don't do that. Don't be like me. <laughs> no, don't do that. No, um, I did go to the Oil Kings Pride game, um, and they were actually, I got a shirt in a small, and then I was going to get a hoodie there, but they were, they only had XL and triple and double XL left, um, but I talked and to as, the guy. And as you might know, Puff is petite and adorable. I'm, She's yeah, wee. I'm very small. Like, I'm, I'm fine with oversized hoodies, but that was a little too oversized. That was child know? wearing her parents' clothes. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, so uh, I asked the guy at the counter, I said, like, are you guys, is everything that's out on the floor, is that all the stock you have? Or are you guys going to, like, restock it next intermission or something? And he was like, oh, I think that's everything. But I do think they have some stuff that's online exclusive. So I did look it up online and they had more. So I got a, I got a hoodie ordered to my house that's a small. That's cool, though. Yeah. That's awesome. And you're, you got your sign scene. Sorry, what was that, Mac? You got your sign scene. You got yeah, the, you yeah, got the, the gay the smirk of approval. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, um, so my sign was, I, so uh, mostly you see signs that are like, it's my birthday. Give me a puck. That sort of thing. My sign just had a picture of Luke Prokop and then it said, move, I'm gay. And the gay was in rainbow. <laughs> and, uh, It still cracks me up. I'm sorry. Yeah. He, t- and I was standing kind of just behind the net. Well, not just behind, like to the side of the net and behind it. And I realized later that I should have gone to the side of the rink because then if he wanted to toss me a puck, he could have. But uh, I didn't think of that until after. So, well, until I was already standing there. And then I was like, now it feels weird to move. So I'm just going to commit. You can Um, always go to another Oil Kings game. 
Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. It feels weird to bring the sign to a not pride game. Just bring another gay meme, like. Okay, I'll just keep bringing gay memes, and he'll be like, "Ah, yeah. it's the sign girl. It's the gay meme it's girl. It's gay meme girl. Yeah, it's the gay meme sign girl." Um, that's gonna anyway. be around now. <laughs> I mean, that would work on me, Luke. I have a <laughs> podcast too. Hey. Anyway, wow. I was standing kind of just behind the net, and so he definitely saw it, and he like smiled. Um, and then later he was skating by and he made eye contact with me and I like, I don't know, I made this kind of awkward face and then he like started to laugh and like shook his head and skated away and I was like, mission accomplished. The exact reaction that I kind of expected it to get, that was my reaction to it, was like, (laughs) Yeah, he was like chuckling and shaking his head. He was like, oh my God. That's perfect. That's like, come on, dude. Like, from from a guy who regularly makes gay jokes on his Instagram, like you would... Come on. I know. Yes. I'm low-key disappointed, though, that I didn't end up on Oil King's social media about it. Like, I'm like, where's the social <laughs> media person? You guys are lacking. Like, that was funny. I have no proof that this happened. <laughs> just because just because you know people who have done it, you've got you've got high expectations for You're signs ending up on Mac. social media. You're yeah, bragging. no, exactly. No, but I was. <laughs> I was thinking of Mac when she got on social media with the caps, and I was like, I want this for me. But then I didn't get it. Because yeah, no, I feel like I, I was no, I was seriously like I was checking Oil Kings media because I knew you. I were was there refreshing and I was going, like, their Instagram and yeah. their Twitter and Luke's Instagram and Twitter, and I was checking their stories and. In the meantime, yeah, and it, it, it was it was in comparison, was someone really had just... to tell me that I had gotten on social media. Yeah, yeah. I was there. I was like, what, really? And it was really just their socials seemed to be like, okay, this guy scored, and this is the gift that goes with that, and yeah, like, I know, not really any lot of crowd shots or anything so there is a shot of when one of the red deer rebels scores they briefly pan like they pan over him going to the glass because he like fist he like fist bumped at the glass at one of the fans who like kind of laughed at him back and pointed and for like a split second you can see me in the background but that's about it yeah so puff (laughs) just docks herself just go track that video down and see where she's at you'll recognize her you have that much yeah something something by the short because you yeah. can tell that on you can tell camera. that from like a split second yeah it's fine good luck with if that. you say that it, people will just think that it was the kids in front of me <laughs> oh good that was the plan right yeah this is an e-rated podcast and puff is actually like 12 <laughs> <laughs> she's the size of a 12 year old maybe but yeah it's true no. i live by a junior high and i'm constantly afraid that i'll go and catch the bus and somebody will be like why aren't you in class <laughs> I swear. So they have truancy officers Sorry. in Canada. Mm, no, but we have we have like this thing. I think it's only in high schools. We have like a constable that hangs out around the school, but they only come on certain days. Yeah, we have that in America. The word constable just up to twelve. Also, goes the word constable is hilarious. Crime show for me, but that's fine. Because <laughs> I'm way too Midwest for that. It, it just it was mostly so like if kids had weed, then the constable would take care of it. They didn't really do very much. Whereas I'm from a country where if the kids had weed, it was just like, meh. Eh. Now that's as God intended. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Anyway. From um, game attendance uh, by our very lovely Puff, um, our special best intern and our special best Mac went to a game this week. And yeah, saw Trevor we- Zegris live. <sighs> they also saw the flyers, but like, <laughs> the highlight of it was presumably Trevor Zegras. We were not the only people there in Flyers gear that were cheering for Trevor Zegras, and I think only some of them were being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was not being sarcastic. I think some people were being sarcastic, but I think also some people were just being totally genuine. I mean, it's so. like good hockey. Like, yeah, you're a Flyers fan, and the the odds of, of getting to see good hockey with the Flyers are currently a bit eh. So it wasn't the worst Flyers game that I've been to this season, though. Like they actually scored this time, so <laughs> there was that. Oof. I mean improvement. <laughs> I wish you could my... have seen Iris's face there, guys. <laughs> uh, my first Flyers game in Philly was in November, and it was when the Maple Leafs came and the Flyers got shut out at home. That was my Oof. first Oof. Flyers game in Philly. Experience the highs and lows, mostly lows of Flyers hockey. Yes. But yeah, I did that thing that um, everyone tells you not to do and invite your friends from the internet, send them your hotel room and open the door to a stranger and met Mac and... Neither of us were murderers. Yay. And I'm really jealous. Me too. <laughs> it was really fun. Not about the not being murderers part, but like about the... No, not about the, the not being murderers part. part. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to meet up, too. Nobody comes to Edmonton. I do want to come to Edmonton, though, actually, for real. You should. I'm, like, weirdly fascinated yeah. by uh, the idea of Edmonton. I don't know why, but it's just so no, flat and so far north. I was and... like, oh, man. It's actually should... not that flat. Saskatchewan is worse. Yeah. Hmm. I was like, oh, I'm going to look into, like, a Western Canada road trip and do, like, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver. And I'm like, bitch, you're alone. Like, you're not going to take that trip all by yourself, are you? I would go with you if I had money, but I don't have any money. Yeah, that that is also a concern. I mean, I say do it. I just uh, did a Pennsylvania tour mostly alone. So do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a little with the in- intercontinental travel <laughs> thing that is a little expensive also. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to, you know, do the smart thing and fly out to Helsinki next month and uh, meet some strangers from the internet there. Woo. If it helps, I can probably convince Mom and Puff about the guest room in Edmonton if you guys ever want to come. You just have to to uh, never say anything positive about the flames. Right. Right. Not to her face. Not to her face. I will leave my Matthew Kachuk signed puck at home. <laughs> or at least hide it in your bag. She's not going to go through your shit. So. I'm not taking that thing all the way to Edmonton like... And my burst in the <laughs> Yeah, flame. leave that on your shelf. Come on. Yeah, I'm leaving um, I leave no, it on but my I shelf mean, like, with if my Funko have... Pop. If you bring, like, flame stuff, because you're going to go to Calgary, like, you can bring it. Just keep it in your bag. Don't wear the t-shirt while yeah. you're in Edmonton. Yes, don't wear the t-shirt. Yeah, no, I'm going to keep keep mm-hmm. jerseys, t-shirts hidden. Yeah, that would be yeah why would you dangerous. travel with a signed puck? Although I got no. signed pucks at the Oil Kings game. It was a but joke, I didn't know who, like... a joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry. No, I did get some signed pucks at the Oil Kings game. Like, they were selling, like, pride pucks with, like, the... The where it has like the trans pride flag chevron over the, um, the oh, yeah. gay pride flag, the rainbow, yeah. and so I got a couple signed pucks. But um, I okay, I it's not that I don't like minor hockey, but I don't know who any of these guys are because I don't watch minor league hockey. So I was like, please be Luke, and then none of them were Luke, and I was like, I don't know who any of these but guys are. You supported a good cause. Yeah. Because all the and money nice went pucks. to local local charities, right? So that's yeah, yeah, they do go to local charities. There was also a fifty-fifty going to local charities, but I did not participate in that because yeah. I was like, no, I have no money. You yeah, those are dangerous. I literally yeah. joked with Jess about that at the Flyers Ducks game. I was like, man, I cannot even begin to go down that road. Or no, yep. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Other I fun think things the, about Flyers. I think Ducks. you're more likely to win in a minor league game because there's uh, less people. Yeah. So the pot's yeah. a lot smaller. Like I think the pot there was something like ten thousand. That's still but, a lot. Um, no, that's still a lot, lot for a minor league game. About? Like this was a really big game. Like yeah, it, I was about to say it's only yeah. a lot of people. It's like, yeah, I think but the, I think the pot of the Flyers game got to like twenty five. So. <laughs> oh really? No, because yeah. I see the Oilers ones get to like yeah, one fifty all the time. Huge usually. Oh jeez. I see this online only. I've never been near Edmonton. No, the Oilers and Flames ones get really big all the time. Damn. Like, I think when Joey Moss, when they were doing the Joey Moss Memorial one, it got to something like uh, 750,000. Yeah. It got really high. Whoa. Wow. Bonkerball. I'd have to look it up. Sorry? But, but I do have one thing I want to... God, I need to not hit this microphone. I do have <laughs> one thing I really do want to... Don't Mac. Just talk no. about Flyers Ducks some more. No, there's there's one thing from the Ducks, really from the Ducks... Uh, uh, Warm up that I wanted to report back about because it was important that Trevor Zegers and Jamie Drysdale stayed out on the ice for like way longer than everyone else after warm ups and just passed the puck back and forth to each other. You know, shoot it at the net and they kind of did that um, for it I'm seemed curious, like so long. I forgot long. to ask you this when you told me this. Did they do the bucket thing that he used to do with Cole, Cole Caulfield? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay, no bucket thing. That's, that's no because like I've seen I've seen him do it with thing? Jamie before. Yeah, so I was no, curious. they didn't do it this time. He did have a cute moment, though, of, uh, and I think I have a video of it, but he was sitting or like stretching on the ice next to Gibby and was tossing a puck and trying to get it to land like on either Gibson's shoulders or his legs while he was looking the other direction. And it was a very nice moment. They sat there for a couple minutes like that. That's adorable. Oh it's yeah, also and there's like part of Puff's give that man a fidget theory. I think like oh my god, Jeffrey yes, many... needs a fidget. I think that's what the their mouth guards are for, right? <sighs> Apparently. Apparently, but I am absolutely sure there's got to be at least a few guys in the NHL oh, who have sure. ADHD, and Duh. I'm like, please, please. I actually just read this great article that was about a lot of other things, but had a had a um sort of side anecdote in it about a teacher that brought a basket of fidgets to her class and i was like damn if i was still teaching i would totally start doing that just be like here you go just put them back when you're done because yeah just to normalize that because like you don't need to be adhd or whatever to enjoy using a little you know fidget to keep your hands busy so we're gonna cut this entire conversation but it's fine oh we're gonna cut less of this conversation you think probably We can get going on the ice today with uh, some pens behaving badly. Speaking of teeth, I think that Nashville Predator is missing a few. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. He's getting a hearing for that tonight? Probably yeah, like right now. At some point today, I'm just going to casually he being check Evgeny my phone Malkin, to see if uh, players are sticking somebody right in the face in game. Yeah, Malkin, after the whistle what you blew. Doing, Ouch. What you doing? And that there's so many Twitter takes about it too. People go on like, there's no news by the way on any suspension or anything. But like people on Twitter are like, no, but Crosby and Malkin had to deal with a lot of shit when they were younger. So like now it's like pay, pay it forward. They're they're blah blah blah. And no, it's bullshit. I'm sorry because people were a dick to you doesn't mean that you get to be a dick to to rookies. Yeah, that's like fraternity yeah, logic, sorry. like hazing logic. I'm not here for that shit. No. Don't punch Nick Dowd in the face. Don't do that. At he least... did get whistled for it, and then I got to learn a new hockey rule, which was 
If you, you know, if you uh, score during the delayed penalty, there is no power play. Oh, I didn't know that. I learned so many little, like... That's always been a rule. No, I know. I'm just learning new rules. That one, <laughs> um, and then the the second face-off violation is a penalty. That was a new one on me. It's oh, like, yeah. Saw that one, fuck? too. Probably yeah. against Nazem Kadri, because he tends to no. always... I don't know. <laughs> anyway. No, <sighs> I... I, I thought you'd be more experienced with delayed penalties, but then I remembered that the Caps, when they score on the delayed penalty, it isn't on the opponent's goal usually. They tend to score on their own goal. Oh, oh, shut up. Uh, Yes, I've forgotten that that's... Yeah, I listened to our old episode. It's fine. I was thinking of that too, but I was like, I will save, spare Mac the pain. No, I'm not. Hey, uh, I can feel, I'm feeling no pain. The Caps just beat the Lightning, the Pens, and the Bruins back to back to back. So That was a good week for the Caps. I feel no pain. For sure. Yes. You feel no pain? Are you sure that's not from the dentist? Max still numb. Yeah, I did just go to the dentist, but I can't feel like part of my mouth. But yeah, so no pain. No, they didn't give me those kind of drugs. You, you and Zidane Shara probably, because that was some high sticking going on there. I didn't even know regular dude's sticks could get that high. Yeah, I believe they called it a super high sticking. I think of the reverse of that a lot. When Yamamoto gets high sticked, I'm like, okay, but that's only like maybe halfway up. That's a medium stick. That's, yes. Higher than average stick. Yeah, it's the same (laughs) for like, I think at some point either like Manjapane on the flames or like Alex the Brinkett. It's like the goal was scored with that. They couldn't be sure if the goal was scored with a high stick because for them it looked really high, but like they're basically crossbar height. That so also it's... happened with Yamamoto at one point. Yeah. And then like mom and I were like, wait, wait, is it the stick based on the player? Or is it based on the crossbar? And we, we mm-hmm. actually found out it's based on like where the crossbar is. Yeah. yeah thank God. Because otherwise like the Chara versus the Brinkett thing. Yeah. Be- Okay, speaking of uh, rules that involve uh, the crossbar slash soldier, did you fucking see the Brady Kachuk baseball goal that was last night? I did. Holy fuck. I saw that and I was like, oh my god, Iris, you're asleep, but you're gonna love this. That was amazing. No, I didn't. You gotta send me a clip. He, like... He literally swung at a puck at, like, waist height, like he was at home plate and scored. Oh my gosh. And they looked at it forever, but, like, they... You know, it, it was actually below his shoulder height, so it was a good goal. Sadly, still didn't win the game. No, but it was incredible. That was fucking nuts. It was nuts. great. I feel like Matthew's done it, too. Matthew's done it. I've seen Sidney Crosby do it. I've It's around, but it's always impressive. Yeah. No, but I, I find it funny that, like, over the past couple of weeks, I've seen Brady, like, attempt more and more flashy shit that Matthew's gotten away with. And he's like, oh, if my mm-hmm. big brother can do it, so can I. Everybody's getting fancy, and we like it that way. We'll get back to that later. He's a captain now. He can get fancy. Speaking of brothers in the NHL, though, this, this yeah. was a really enjoyable little stat. It was a National Siblings Day or something uh, earlier this week, and the NHL posted this um, graphic of, like, the all-time scoring lead for brothers. Most points combined by brothers. Yeah. Apparently the Sutters, but there were six of them. So, you know, that's... Yeah. No, for any two brothers, I believe it's the Gretzkys, which is always funny because people are like, Gretzky had a brother? And it's like, yeah, but he got like six points. Four, apparently. Four, yeah. And the rest are all Gre- Wayne Gretzky. Well, and this season equivalent of the Gretzkys is the Robertsons, where mm-hmm. combined they have 66 points. 65 of them are Jason Robertson. I think it's even more now. This this graphic is a couple of days old because didn't he score two goals the other night? <laughs> it was. It's It's still so fun because... Like, looking at these, and some of them are like, wait wait a second. I'm like, 
for this season, the highest scoring brothers in the NHL are Matthew and Brady Kachuk. That's how we got here. And I was like, wait a minute, Matthew has like 89 points right now. So he'd actually by himself be better than some he's, of the brother duo. He's almost, yeah, he's about one point away from matching the, both the Strom brothers together. Damn. He's ahead of both the Svechnikovs. I love Matthew Kachuk. That's all. I had to go there. It's fine. Insert Pikachu face here. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> I said I never knew that about you. <sighs> I mean, if we're going to talk about getting fancy, we could go straight yes. to... Do it. <clears throat> Do it. <sighs> I tried so hard not to get too angry about this over the last week. Yeah, I've, no, like, I'm repressed still, so no. many emotions, but no, I'm still angry. Um, so for the people who don't know where we're uh, heading with this, uh, we're talking about the uh, Ducks-Coyotes game, the rather infamous uh, beating against Troy Terry by Jay Beagle, and we're talking about Tyson Nash and the, and the broadcasters for the Coyotes who were basically endorsing the beating because... Disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah, just gross. Endorsing it because, like... Apparently, the Ducks were too happy about scoring a goal. It's so bad to be happy about being good at the sport that you get paid yeah, to be to good at. show off your skill. Because, you know, in the game, Trevor Zegras did another Michigan goal. It was amazing. He wrapped it around Sonny Milano because... That made me laugh so fucking hard. He, ha- he has to keep making them more special every time. It's fine. Well, yeah, and apparently Sonny Milano has to be in half of his highlights, and everybody's just like, ah, he's the guy from the Trevor Zegras goal. Yeah. These are the highlights. <laughs> that's 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 his identity now. It works yep. for him. It's fine. Getting posterized by Trevor Zegers, but he's on your team. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just like awkwardly standing next to the goalpost and Trevor Zegers is like wrapping it around him. He understood the assignment. He saw he, he, he clocked what Trevor was gonna do and he was like yeah. squeeze. Oh, he barely got out of the way in time too. Yeah, which I is know. The right? part. But you know, yeah. guys, guys, you can't skill it up like that against the Arizona Coyotes or Jay Beagle's coming for you. I just can't even. You can't ugh. do that. Well, somebody and, better tell Phil Kessel. <laughs> Phil Kessel was fucking screaming on the bench ugh. after that. Oh, I didn't I mean, know it that. Was, it was yeah, all shit saw, show from top to bottom. I think it was on, on Steve Dangle, and Steve was like, well, you know the guy who was most angry about that play? It was Phil Kessel. No, it was John oh. Boy. It was probably a John Boy video, actually. Do, oh, did they make okay. a John Boy video of this? I have not seen it. I think there it. was a John Boy on this. Oh, God. This I'll is to total watch that John later. Boy content. Yeah, um, and it's like he was like lip reading Phil Kessel. Phil Kessel was furious, by the way. But we're furious about the broadcasters like basically going like, well, this is just what you have to expect when you skill it up. And it's bullshit. Oh, no. I'll, I'll openly claim fair use to put the audio in here because it's so bad. Like... Uh, that's the problem sometimes with these young players. You, you want to embarrass guys and you want to skill it up, you better be prepared to get punched in the mouth. I love it. Good for Jay Beagle. He's a veteran player that's been around a long time and he's watching these young kids dance around these fancy moves. Even though um, Don Cherry has left Hockey Night in Canada, you can still see his influence everywhere that... This is the, this is baked into the culture. Just the disdain dripping from his voice. That, like, that culture needs to die. Ugh. Oh, I just realized that a bunch of you would not have gotten into the NHL when Don Cherry was still. I know who no, fucking you, Don you Cherry told, is, though. I think, Come on. Like, yeah. No, I know you know who he is. But episodes, yeah. we talked about John, Don Cherry versus P.K. Subban. No, we did. I feel- no, but I, I mean, like, 
of course i know you know who he is but i mean it's yeah. very different when you have to watch him on tv and you're Ugh. like oh god it's coach's corner and you're muting it you're like yeah. ah fucking don it's cherry. that asshole again maybe i shouldn't put that in there i don't know <laughs> i i think hating on don cherry is probably about as mild as you can be in in hockey yeah. discourse uh, you'd be surprised <laughs> well he maybe there's a lot of very well if you know if strong Trevor opinions can come out social media. after that fight fight quote-unquote un- one-sided quote, beating yep. and just Troy Terry didn't drop the gloves he revoked yeah. his consent when he didn't drop the gloves exactly. yeah, didn't, didn't, I saw this tweet that called it a that's one-sided it. fight and I was like I believe no. that's called assault yeah <laughs> one-sided fight is yeah Mm-mm. there he got, no consent Troy Terry given. got one elbow in one yeah. elbow throw and then proceeded to get the shit knocked out of him and he still like looked pretty rough uh on Saturday when we yeah, saw him close like, he looked Eight days later, still looks bad. Bad, yeah, and yeah. So I think it's pretty valid of Trevor Trevor Zegras to um, just come out with it, have something to say about it. Matt, can we with please a, drop a the audio? five? Um, I think it's embarrassing. I think it's a bad look for the league and for the player that did it. It's it's humiliating, and I think he should be fucking punished. My favorite part about this, honestly, is the fact that if you watch, you gotta watch the video, honestly. I'll, I'll link include it. a little clip. Um, but the video is hysterical because he's constantly looking he's over his own shoulder, like, in every direction. Like, it looks like he's outside of the media room, like, where they're doing their normal, like, post-game press conference. He is waiting to get called called out But there's it, like... people already asking him questions, and he's looking over his shoulder every five seconds like a Ducks PR staffer is about to like run down the hallway and tackle him like he clearly is recognizes that he should shut the fuck up but he does not and it's great which is very Trevor Zegras to me like I should be shutting the fuck up right now but I'm just not gonna it's legit I mean and and he's right let's he's right we talked about this before too with other you know players commenting on bad refing or yeah fucked up shit like this you know this was a while back but um, so Mark Spector had just written this kind of questionable article about Connor McDavid. And then at the end of this, uh, like, interview session, you see Connor turn to turn to the guy and he's like, hey, can I talk to you for a sec? And I was yeah. just like, and then it cuts as if it's like uh, doing a... Oh, yeah, I remember down, that now. Yeah, the, like ooh. some sort of comedy Dramatic show. Dramatic beatdown like, oh happening God. after the camera. Cuts yeah. Out. Yeah. And he's right. Because it's, Yeah. <laughs> people be like Derek king bring the beats yeah. food bring the muffins bring the beats homemade baked goods Derek king brought the beats muffins baked by his wife oh my god it's amazing that's how you keep your job on the one hand i want the oilers beats to get better on the other hand i kind of enjoy oilers players versus the oilers beat me too <laughs> they both are entertaining but why are you yeah. so pissy leon why are you so pissy um but yeah you should give them food that's a smart move like smart move really it's really smart get the interim tag off your coaching job dude that's how you do it (sighs) indeed he's funny i like some of the stuff he says he is hilarious yeah in like a really dry way yeah it's it's all i have in me to not be like all right max pedagogy corner but we could skip that this time yeah, I think we this already time, covered that with uh, Martin St. Louis, which was so funny because you were like, yeah, the Habs coach. And I was like, it's Martin St. Louis. Yeah, sometimes a name is really important, guys. It is. 
And sometimes you share that name with someone else who's also in the NHL. And then you both <laughs> score at the same time. In two different games. Yeah, this is me. The, the Sebastian's Aho, which is the, the correct Aho. plural. I checked. Everyone who on Twitter went Sebastian Aho's is wrong. It's Sebastian's Aho. Thank you. I am a language nerd. Um, but yeah, they both scored. So one for the Hurricanes and one for the Islanders. They both scored at basically the same time. Almost the exact moment. Which Almost is the exact just same moment. That crazy. is um, ridiculous. Was it the Hurricanes who posted the Spider-Man pointing meme? Yes. Of yeah. course it yeah. was. Of course <laughs> it was the Canes. That. Yeah. No, the Canes were all over that, as they usually are. It was good. The Canes yeah. usually are. Yeah. Yeah. Mac, do you want to go on a jer- on a Jersey rant this time, or God, the continue? Oh. The continued, I'll, I'll make it the short. The continued adventures of Mac versus Jersey design. The, the, yeah, the continued adventures of, of Mac and Jersey meta and thinking. Go off. And, go uh, off. Anyway, I'll be short. Uh, you should get a Twitter that's and then just like retweet things about jerseys. I would follow that. I'm I'm too yeah. ADHD to tweet, dude. I can't. I can't even. No, um, Puff and I have podcast Twitters, and we like tweet three things and then abandon it for a week. It's great. Yeah. I can't. I can't Twitter. I don't do that. Um, okay, I'll just subscribe what you tell me over Discord. Cool. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's my two seconds on. Here's my two seconds on jerseys. The Seattle Kraken got an actual non-binary artist from Seattle to design their really gorgeous, just trans flag inspired. The colors, because I'm just like, like a true graphics nerd, like any CMYK colored shit, I'm just a total fucking freak for, like CMYK, cyan, magenta, yellow, and black. Um, the color combo was like so right, and it almost looked a little like preppy, like it almost looked a little, um, what's, who's, what's the designer I'm looking for? We had like a, hmm, hmm. Hmm. Steph would know, but she's not now. Vera Bradley. It, it almost oh, looks yeah. kind of Vera Bradley, but like in a good way. <laughs> but like in a in a badass hockey jersey way. In a badass hockey jersey way. Um, but wow, there's you. They hired a non-binary artist from Seattle who like just opened a business. What a concept! Yeah, and like specifically, and specifically wanted to make a jersey inspired by the trans flag as well, which was cool. Which I had not seen that. Uh, you know, I hadn't seen that taken ever in, in any of the like pride jerseys, so that was yeah. No, cool. I think they said this was the first pride jersey that was based on the trans flag instead of the rainbow flag. Yeah, that's sick. And um, also yeah. specifically, like at a time where the trans community is still pretty heavily under attack. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of legislation dope. and stuff. Yeah. That is... And and um, the the artist actually uh has a a little Twitter thread that will link. Uh, explaining the the reasoning behind the design and how, why now, why this, and it's some of the stuff we've said, but you should really read it in the artist's own word. Yeah, that's cool. But alas, as cool as that jersey is, we can't buy it because the Canucks didn't release it. <sighs> Every the other Canucks fucking team, being, like the only team, the to only have a team to have a nice release it because you said the Canucks. No. no, I mean the Canucks because yeah. the Canucks are the only ones that have an actual website that has all of oh, their so warm up shit. Should have released the Kraken no, jersey. We, yes. Well, I say we can't buy it because the Canucks no, didn't know. release it. That's that's my that's my point. It, and yeah, the Canucks have a really great website where you can just buy all of their specialty jerseys. Buy all and, their shit. 
in various forms, hoodie, puck, t-shirt. Why can't that be league-wide? Like, yeah. why do they make it so hard? Why? No, you can only buy them in an auction and pay $2,000. Fuck you. And they still auction the fucking game-worn jerseys, and I yeah. bet they still make the same fucking amount of money because those they people are crazy. They make more money, actually. Because they also... like No, I mean, like, on the jerseys the specifically. Auction, yeah, buy... exactly. Normal people can buy the shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, how hard is it to... You don't even have to, like, mass produce it up front. Just pre-order everything. Yeah. Print what you need. And then you're not stuck with a bunch of random crap that you can't sell. This is literally best, best practices of online stores, people. Like... Yeah. Put us in charge. Seriously. That is our, our on the ice for this episode i think we've been skating off the ice for the last few yeah this is a little, little off the ice but um if we're talking about fashion we've got some co- we've got a couple of cool fashion stories off the ice multiple fashion segments multiple fashion stories for hockey this episode alone it's it's a miracle it's great and it's it's the traditional hockey stuff because you know hockey players and their suits you know, they got to have their draft day suits. They got to have their game day suits. And uh, a lot of players in Calgary actually go uh, to O'Connor's. And O'Connor's happens to be owned by the family of Avalanche forward Logan O'Connor. There was a really cool athletic article about this. The athletic article was really sweet. It was It was, it was really sweet. We'll link it. But one of the cute, like, connections in there is that Kill McCarr, before he was drafted by the Avalanche, got his like draft day suit from o'connor's and and a cute one then later on he and logan o'connor were teammates oh my god they were teammates god, they were oh teammates. gotta gotta love a good teammate story and fashion and fashion and it's not even our only fashion story guys no uh cameron lazote yeah is a fashion designer in and of himself he was in paris fashion week Former teammate of iconic NHL players such as Dylan Strom, Alex Debrinkit. Like, he designed stuff for them even back then. Like, it was uh, in the in the article, it was like, oh, yeah, everyone had, like, he basically had, like, a waiting list of, like, all these hockey players oh and gosh. people who wanted. I wonder if he liked or hated that um, they had this comic book su- suit that the player, oh, the MVP of the last game had to wear. They didn't mention that in the article. I want... Oh, no, I want to know. Oh, no, I want to know what he thought of it now. Maybe maybe it was a Twitter. And it was the same suit for everyone, which was really funny, because then you get to see Dylan Strom and uh, Alex Dabrinkit trying to size the same suit. It's a really cute article. Yeah. And with great quotes from uh, Lizotte. Really sweet. Yeah. Who is this hockey guy who's making a joke that he's going to be a fashion designer? That's not even a job. They couldn't even fathom it. But it's slowly convincing people that I'm more than a hockey player. Yeah, I like that it like digs in at least a little of like, to the and it gets into it a little, but I imagine it being a lot more shitty at the time. But that was a sweet piece, especially when you look at him. He don't he looks like he would beat your ass. So on the ice, I mean, who says he can't do both? Yeah, and he clearly can. So uh, yeah. the infinite complexity of human beings. I know. Speaking of containing multitudes, I was not expecting to watch Corey Perry just like cry about Ryan Getzloff. I watched that all over again today and got upset about it again. Like, wow. Guys, Ryan Getzloff is retiring and um, we're all a little oh wow, 
but no one is to the point that Corey Perry is. I don't know. I'm actually not that oh wow, but I will just stay out of this one. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Mama Puff got to me about the 2017 playoffs. I'm (laughs) like, okay. (laughs) There is some Ducks Oilers beef from the playoffs. It's fine. It's it's, it's been five years, but Mama Puff will never forget. The Puffs never forgive. And they never forget. Puffs never forget, no. No, but he's retiring, so Trevor Zegras doesn't have a hockey dad anymore. They all got, they're all leaving and trading and all that. Who are they going to give the C? Yeah, that's going to be, I mean, there are a couple of um, teams that are going to have a time to figure out the C situation. The Habs, too. The Habs, the Flyers. Weren't we talking like a week or so ago about how the Hurricanes in like 2017 had two captains? Yes, they had two captains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had two captains yeah, in 1A. Yeah, I want to see that again. Me too. Which team would I do it? That. I think the Ducks should do it. I think the Ducks should do it too. Yeah. Give yeah, give Jamie and Trevor the this, this Cs. Yeah. But maybe oh, God, not, maybe not, not this year. Do not give those children that ready, responsibility. But... Don't do it. Now you'd have enough balance there. Jamie's a little bit more mature. Than- yeah, I feel like I would give Jamie the C before I would give Trevor. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's legit. But like, it's going to be interesting because the Flyers are are figuring that out. Calgary also doesn't have a captain. Uh, the mm-hmm. Rangers the still, have still have six have a alternate captain? captains. Yeah, no, the oh Flames don't have a captain. They only have A's. Yeah. Mm. We all, we all want Matthew Kachuk to be the captain of the Flames, but yeah, and you know that if he does yet. become the captain, Brady will hold it over him forever that he was captain first. Yeah, of course, that's sibling behavior, baby. What's the holdup? Why? Well, just because mm. he's only signed for the rest of this season, and I assume oh, you want to sign him to a long-term hold up. deal first. Yes, that's the holdup. Thank you. And you know the Kachuks—they will hold out until the very last. Yeah, they will hold out until training camp if they have to. Mm. I was very disappointed that Getzlaff didn't play in Philly um, just because it was the last chance I was going to have to see him. Yeah. So that was a little sad. Seems like he's only playing at home now, probably. Yeah, I think he played in Carolina last night. Was that last night? My time. I don't know what day it is. Who even knows? (laughs) Time is fake. Yeah, I think he played last night. Weren't they at home last night, though? April 11th, 2022. In Carolina. A Monday for us. Maybe they I weren't. Don't know about, I don't know about Iris by now. It'll be Monday for thirty for 29 more minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I am going to look up the Ducks Hurricanes to see if Gatslav played. Yeah, he was on the... He played almost 17 minutes. So yeah, he oh, was wow. uh, in that one. It was when I was flying. but Jess took a little while longer to get home from her epic trip. Mm-hmm. I know you mean in a plane, but I love the idea that you were just... Literally just flying. 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 Yeah. Well, and we Superman. were just talking about ducks, so like I'm flying, yeah. but not mm-hmm. not like a duck, not, not like a duck. duck, not a flying V, like a flyer. <laughs> oh boy, you need you need uh, accommodations to fly. You do not have wings, yeah. like you know, a giant metal tube. Mm-hmm. You know that you've never met me in person. Only Matt can attest to whether I have wings or not. That's Ooh. true. If you do have, if you do have wings, <laughs> you're hiding them very well, considering I can see you on video camera right now. <laughs> yeah, you've never seen the back, Puff. So, yeah, but I mean, she's wearing a sweatshirt, so I'm like, wow. <laughs> there is room underneath the sweatshirt for wings. They're like, okay. Anyway, is, yeah, is not this is not a. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm gonna not make that no, joke. No, I was about to get into a debate about the size you would need for human yeah. wingspan, but let's nope, not. Let's not even go there. Um, but speaking of retirements, though, um, 
this really yes. this really got me. Um, the uh, one of the Buffalo Sabers longtime announcers, uh, Rick Generate, retired. And he's been the, doing that. For, he, he was he's been he'd been there since 1971. 51 years. Woo. Um, and the the pregame ceremony was just like really incredibly sweet, and they hung his initials and like his years of service to the team like up in the rafters, like a retired jersey number. And I loved that all the players dressed like him on their way in. Yes! Turtleneck and blazer. Yeah, it was, oh, it was adorable. It was so sweet. Um, <laughs> and after, and, no, after the game, they made him first star and a couple of the players yes. like, helped him onto the ice. That was, I was like straight up about to cry at that part. I was like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna, mm, mm. This, this is the guy that Jack Eichel, like leaving Buffalo said, like, one of my main regrets is that we couldn't have won a little bit more for him because he, he has these amazing calls and to get him to the just, like get him to we could call some more playoffs games. Yeah, yeah. I, was like, I no, Jack Eichel, stop making me experience emotions about you. Yeah, that was that made me yes. emotional. And, and about Rick Jenneret, who I never like. I like I don't go back very far with hockey, so like I heard him in some like Jack Eichel highlights and some recent Buffalo Sabres games, but like there are people who've grown up with. Yeah, no, I had a great conversation with um, my sister's girlfriend. She's from outside Buffalo and grew up watching Sabres hockey. And when I was talking to her about, you know, watching hockey and I think I had a Caps game on that I was, I wanted to catch while I was up there visiting and she was gushing about Rick Jenner and just how much his call was part of her childhood and like how much, you know, she did this great little impression, like, top shelf where mama hides the cookies, like, which, you know, oh my was gosh. so cute. And, and, and yeah. I, you hear that, like, a lot more now. I feel like I've heard top shelf where mama hides the whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but and just... I feel like guys like that kind of originated that type of thing back in the day. And there, it's, it's a, you know, that generation is, is retiring and, and. Sad to see him go. Yeah, Pat Foley for the Chicago yeah. Blackhawks is retiring after this season, yep. and I'm yep. I'm not okay with that. For like I, you know, Pat, you do you. Time to go. It's fine. But the, ra- like, the I think it was the radio guy for the Pens who just retired last year too. He was yeah great. the 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 arena caller for the Oilers retired a couple years ago. Yeah, so is the arena guy for the Flyers. As a matter of fact, they had a fiftieth um, anniversary thing for him at the game we were there. So it's it's. Sad to watch this elder generation of, of broadcasters start to leave the game, but they've left a big mark on a lot of people, and it's it's cool, you know. I I definitely uh, attest my like Caps fandom at least partially to just how great Joby and Locker are, and like how much they really just invite you into the game and make you feel like you're just listening to your friends, you know, shoot the shit yeah. and. It's uh, I love a good broadcaster. Yeah, cuz we were we were talking about this like about how um there was a reporter who was like no you can't call a player by his nickname or whatever. LOL. LOL. And we were like no and and the Caps game is such is such a good ex- that's Ugh, such a good example fucking... of it cuz I don't think they don't ever say Ovechkin. They always say OV or OV. That's why I hate. Yeah. We're getting fucked right now. We have three national TV games all no, four national TV games all in a row and I hate it. 
Yeah. John Walton is there for me though. So. Yeah, no the uh the Sportsnet Oilers guys um see they see Nuge a lot instead of Nuge and Hopkins. <laughs> and I'm just like used to it. So sometimes they'll, they'll be like dry sidled to Nuge and I just think it's really funny. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know yeah, how it, hockey play though. by play guys call games without saying nicknames TVH yeah. like but that's yeah. just me. Some of these last names are like like so many syllables are like tricky to say or and it's uh-huh. just the speed of the game. Imagine I, trying to call a game and sp- spitting out I, Nugent Hopkins. Yeah, yeah, I I probably enjoy hearing the Boston feed say Pasternak a little too much. Pasternak. 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 The NESN guys are incredible. I love I love them. Them altitude NBC Washington all all 10 out of 10. I love my altitude I love my They're so altitude funny. men. They're always They're so, so horny for how big and strong everyone is. It's amazing. And then the guy that's just getting drunk in his wine cave, like on television. Oh, John Michael Lyles. Cool. Cool. I love him. Yep. He's just like, it, he always has this vibe that he's in like some fancy ass resort with his wines and his, it's so good. But yeah. truly my favorite Avs uh, broadcaster would be the radio guy. It's Connor McGee. He does the best cold calls. I love doing. I was listening to the Caps Bruins game when I was driving back from Philadelphia, and uh, really enjoyed uh, screaming the one nothing Washington in the car with uh, John Walton. So it was it was really entertaining. I just I I usually can't watch the games live, but I like uh, after Avs games they post a little highlight package of the best Connor McGee calls of the of the game. Nice, nice. And I'm just going like you know like in the morning in my apartment going like. Call eight. It's JT Comfer eight seven seven goals now. It's, it's like that's, that's dumb funny. shit like that. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, we have a tie hockey, like that sort was, of thing. Weren't it's, they the guys who you said um, like there was Twitter videos when Kale McCarr made that amazing goal, but it was like on a national broadcast. Yeah, it, it was like um, uh, I think Connor McGee was on it because like the radio guys are usually on it still, but like Kyle Keefe yeah. and. Mark Mosher, like those guys had like made like oh that's videos. the worst all of yeah. them like do oh reacting that's to the goal because they couldn't do it on the feed and real like sometimes yeah, I think we talked about that in a previous episode yeah that's I why I fucking hate it. it national national TV games I, I don't Especially, like it like epic milestones and oh, stuff I know like, man I want my own guys for this <gasps> anyway. like I would even accept Louis the Brusque if it's an Oilers milestone. <laughs> No, Jack Michaels is no, good. I like the Jack play-by-play guy. Lie. Louis DeBrusque does the commentating, like the, the color commentary, yeah. and he often gets off track, and I am like... Yes, he does. There's a game happening, Louis. Please focus. That's, that's the color commentator's job, though. That's true. No, not that, not, not that bad, no. I like Jack Michaels. He's very enthusiastic, though sometimes I'm like, Jack, Jack, it's okay, save something for the playoffs, dude. <laughs> oh my god, I know, right? <laughs> Be impressed we if go you just off on like a 10 minute him. rant on our favorite um broadcasters and it's teams. we already did that it's too late we already did that let's let's yeah let's let's keep it stick it to 10 stick to 10 minutes yeah and talk about something fun about the national feed which is tnt's latest rules analyst alexander ovechkin he always does this shit though where he's like he likes that spot on the bench where it's all the way near the near the door and near the um like yeah, right next the, to the guy the who's between the benches. Dude yeah. with, yeah, between the benches with the monitor. And then he hangs over the side of the boards and like into the, the booth with the guy, like to peek over his shoulder and then give his commentary about what's going on. Um, and TNT was actually really funny about that. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. You know, I think there are 
there's a lot of similarities and personalities between <laughs> Ovi and Trevor Zegris, though. Like, they're the same on opposite ends of the spectrum. They really are. And this is what I was thinking about. I mean, we were talking about this when, when we were together, is that, like, the thing that's so magical about Trevor Zegris to me is, like, and something that's, like, so exciting. It's like, man, this is how people must have felt when it was Ovi's rookie year, you know? Yeah. Where they're like, wow, this kid is going to be the next hot shit. And, you know, we're going to get to watch it. Yeah. It's awesome. I feel like I have to make an Oilers fan disclaimer about Connor McDavid, but. I know, but we don't, I didn't, not starting with that. I mean, yes, you could no, pick any, like, you, yeah, insert your favorite um, yeah. generational talent here. Yeah, but I mean, not even with, like, skill, though. Just with, like, personality. Just with personality. Just with, like, being so over the top. Like, getting people talking shit about him for being over the top. But you know what? I would totally watch, like, a panel with, like, Ovi and Jaeger and, um... Sorry, who was the third one you said? Trevor? Zegers? No, no, before Trevor, I think. Uh... You mentioned someone else. No, just Ovi. Oh, no, I, I said the Tyler Sagan uh, commentator. Oh, Sagan, that, that was it. Yes. Oh. oh, Ovi, Yager, Sagan, done. Do All it. in the same room? Oh, boy. I would pay money for that. Yeah. I would pay big money for that. I would watch that panel. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that. No, but speaking <clears throat> of, of, of watching generational talents, um, have you guys ever played hooky from your real job to watch a young upcoming talent? Because Quinn Hughes has... <laughs> He literally... Quinn Hughes played hooky from his own game to go watch his brother play in the Frozen Four. The Canucks announced yeah. that Quinn Hughes was out with a non-code illness, and then he was in the stands in Boston watching his younger brother. You know, I've never related to Quinn Hughes more, though, because I, too, considered jacking up my entire vacation so that I could go to the Frozen Four in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Mood. Also, just, like, that's... I mean, that's just sweet big brother behavior. I know. It just, that is the most big brother behavior. Like five seconds in, but it's Nothing was going to stop him from going to that yeah. game. It's just did cute Jack that they literally did. Hmm? Did Jack also make it? Yeah, but he was, I think he's actually out on injury right now. Well, yeah. Which, which reminds me, like, um, quick, quick, early step into weird stats. Jack Hughes finished the season with zero penalty minutes. As soon as I got, I as soon like as I saw the tweet that his, yeah, as soon as I saw the tweet that his session, the season was over, I went to www.hockeyreference.com and pulled up his page and looked at his penalty minutes and was like, yep, zero on the season for having like 19 minutes of average ice time or some shit. Like, yeah, and almost 50 games. So, you know. Yeah. No, I Are wish they would nominate him for the Lady Bing already, but I kind of yeah. doubt they will since he didn't finish the season, but yeah. Would be cool. We will see that in our future. Yeah. Speaking of penalty minutes, though, there was a little bit more of a, a fuss over this one. Uh, the Senators played the Montreal Canadiens. Oh, I didn't see this. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a, a hit, like, pretty much sort of near the goal. Uh, Nick Suzuki, like, completely on accident, by the way, need Timmy Stutzla. And, like, like Timmy's down on the ice, like, the trainers come out to get him. I thought pretty quickly on. Usually, like, they wait to see if he gets up before the trainers come out. But, like, the trainers came out. They checked on him. Yeah, he seemed fine. And, you know, 
there was a hit, so there was a penalty, so there's a power play. Uh, he was out on the power play immediately. Apparently, that is actually not allowed if the trainers come out. Huh. Uh, yeah, that's... I didn't a, know that. Yeah, no, that was in the athletic article I read about it. Uh, I should link that later. Um, I think Ian Mendez wrote it for, uh, for the Senators beat. But after the game, Brendan Gallagher, noted agitator and, um, yeah. Noted agitator. Big, tiny man, big mouth. Um, just <laughs> basically went off about how Jimmy always dives and flops and Ugh. blah, 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 blah. And it just caused like a whole storm of shitty takes from people online. Like, yeah, he's he's, he's acting like he thinks this is soccer like this is you know play acting and all these weak you're like there's a lot of like xenophobic yeah i was about to say do you want some xenophobia for flavor yeah, yeah exactly seriously all european players especially germans because soccer is really big there they're just all actors and they all flop blah 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 and then tim stritzler actually missed two games after this so yeah. with an actual lower body injury so sup brendan gallagher sup yeah i don't think they're gonna i would be kind of surprised if the canadians gave him the c honestly i, th- I think they should give it to nick suzuki i but, would not be surprised but i think they would give i think they will give it to nick suzuki but yeah also because he's younger and will probably be with the franchise well, longer and... he's younger and he said things about committing specifically to the canadians and like yeah. he signed his contract because he's like i believe in this team and he's yeah so he's stepped up in a lot of ways that a leader would so i'm very sure they will give him the C. Yeah, that's that's you kind can of quote why me they, on that. Yeah, but no, but that's kind of why they they give Brady the C in in, in Ottawa too. Um, which is um, my my little bridge to our weird stats portion of the night, because um, after sixty nine games in the season, the Senators had a points percentage of four twenty. Yeah, sixty nine four twenty. This is exactly the kind of content you come to this podcast for. Right Iris now. tagged me in that shit immediately, and I was like, "Elmo!" Yeah, it's I like so I tag seen. I tag Mac in this shit all the time, and then like literally a day later, I saw a tweet, and I was like, "Oh, I have to tag Mac in this too," because since January first, Mitch Marner has the league leading amount of points. You know what that amount is? Sixty nine. Nice. Nice. Thank you. This is exactly the kind of weird weird bullshit but you know it's it's not just it's not just all 69s and 420s and we also do have legitimately weird stats like that the red wings have now um had every number of goals against between zero and 11 like they've collected them all pokemon style yeah, which yeah is just like I saw I saw weird. when the Penguins got like that 11 goal game or something. Somebody yeah. was like, oh, yeah, this is the first time that any team has scored 11 goals since like 1980. And I saw these excited Penguins fans and I was like, I really think that says more about the Red Wings than it does. about Oh, the it Penguins. does. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. literally a couple of weeks before that was that 10-7 game against yeah. Toronto. Yeah. Like it's not because the Penguins are nuts. good. It's because the Red Wings defensively and goaltending can just be that bad. Sorry. They've yeah. allowed six first career hat tricks this season. Yeah. Oh my goodness. 
Ow. Two of them. I meant to look up the number of hat tricks in total because they allowed another one this weekend. It wasn't oh his God, career again. first. They've, they've allowed oh, eleven hat tricks this season, I think, by now. Eleven. Insane. Six of them first time hat tricks for the player. Jeez. Two of those were back to back against the Suns. So like one game oh it was God. Matthew Joseph and the next game it was Josh Norris. Oof. Thank you. Oh Josh Norris deserved a hat trick, so that was Oof. good. It had been a long time coming, but it's yeah, and where's Zach now, Hyman's hat trick? We need to play good goddamn question. <laughs> Where? Yeah, sorry, go on. He keeps hitting two goal games, and I'm like, stop yeah. edging us. Oh, now I'm really trying <laughs> not you to said make that. a Yamaka trick You said trick that about... <laughs> no, yeah, you said, I said that about, about Dry Sidles, Sidles, and then he got that hat trick against... And then I against, manifested it. Against the Flames. Yeah, except they lost. They lost, but he got a hat yeah. trick. It was, very, it was very, like, catching the snitch, but losing the game. Yeah the what but someone who uh caught the snitch and won the game and finally got a hat trick for the first time in how many years jordan stall oh yeah god this these this twitter situation around this was funny though people being like i was six years old when he scored this that was his Where teammate, oh by God, the way. I know, right? Oh, it was. That was oh, his. No. Ro- that was one. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, one of the rookies was, on the Hurricanes. Oh, I didn't know. Like, I, was six, I didn't recognize his name. No, I yeah, hate that. Yeah, that. that was that was the joke. Is that he was like, yeah, we play together now, but I was six at the time. Oh, okay. Wow. I know, but also the Canes Jesus. Twitter was on this because it's the Canes Twitter, and they literally posted a list like last time Jordan Stahl scored a hat trick was like <sighs> he was on the Pens at the time. It was like a Taylor Swift's Fearless album was out. Bush was president. Like yeah, they posted this whole list, and I was like, oh no, man. It was twelve years, and it's a long yeah. time. Jeez. Yeah, that that guy's been waiting a long time for that. I hope his brothers give him shit for it. I'm sure they will. <laughs> oh, they they obviously do, but not not like Mark Stahl can talk because I don't think he gets hat tricks. But... No, but do you ever think about how it feels to be the like other brother? Yeah, Jared. Like, how do you how do you think it feels to be like Wayne Gretzky's brother or, or like Jared Stahl? Jared Stahl, yeah. Oh, speaking of the stalls, though, Eric Stahl had like the best take on. Um... I think it was Aristotle had the best take on the Michigan and just like kids doing flashy shit. He was yeah. like, I'm just fucking struggling to score goals. I think it's cool. Uh, maybe I it was, was Mark Stahl. Like, Thank you. Maybe that would have been Mark, Mark because Eric yeah. is no longer in the NHL. Yeah, Eric was going to the Olympics. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. No, yeah. Mark Stahl. But that, I enjoyed yeah, that Yeah, it was much. Eric Stahl and his children <laughs> babysitting at the Olympics. No, but. I'm very sorry to all the like 18-year-old men I've just insulted. <laughs> I mean, speaking of someone babysitting kids this past week, um, Brady Kachuk came home from the matinee game and decided to play some more hockey in his game day suit, decided to hang out with what, the, the kids from the neighborhood. And they actually call these the hat trick kids after the Jimmy Stutzla hat trick from last year. The, Brady didn't even take off his fucking suit shoes. Like My favorite part about this is that he moved out of Mark Stone's house. Yes, he where he lived with Jim Tim Wait. Stutzel and Josh Norris. So I'm like, yeah. did he get a house nearby? Did he like drop by to play street hockey in his suit? I was just in the neighborhood. I was just in the quotes. neighborhood. Sorry, huh? I forget that the listeners can't see the air quotes. Sometimes it's fine, but it was like, and there's pictures. Oh, there's pictures of it, and he's just like fully, most of his suit still. And then you're like, oh god, Brady, you're gonna ruin that suit. It's like, please don't mess up those shoes. Like, uh, this all of shoes it. probably cost a thousand dollars. He's got the money. Yeah, dresses me out just looking at that photo. <laughs> <laughs>
there's been a bunch of cool stuff on on social media lately um yeah mac i can sell what you're looking at you want to start that yes, one yes we can start we can start here i'm just like clicking around um so the kraken have of course since their inception been just so aesthetically flawless and gorgeous in most ways including um and she's just, not just talking about the players. No, I'm not just talking about the players or the not um, just or just or the, the jerseys, graphic design or the graphic yeah. design. Um, I am actually talking about the graphic design. Um, they start. They have. I mean, so of course, like they did a the Kraken recently did a like features on players tattoos, like which is there. Those are a dime a dozen in the NHL. Like everybody does those. Yeah. Um, but not every team makes this like really gorgeous like website to post them all on and like fun little editorial layouts also max wow. max inner graphic design nerd is very happy and then also it it's was jamie alexiak so that made it even also better. it was jamie alexiak oh my good god wow whoever this photographer was hats off to you Whew. the lighting oh the lighting sure yeah it yeah it, it, is it the missing tooth, Mac? Is it? Well, his mouth isn't even open in any of these photos, number one. No, but I know, so I no. know what you're thinking for players no. missing tooth. Yes, but no, his mouth is not open in any of these photos. Let me just, and, and no one's looking just, at his mouth anyway. It does so highlight the, highlights the scar on his mouth very it nicely. It does. Yes. It, yes, you could see the scar on his lip very beautifully. The, the lighting sort of highlights his very chiseled form. <clears throat> and, uh, and his beautiful yeah, His tattoos. face is beautiful. And his beautiful tattoos. I just think yeah. his his um the f- fact that he's sort of into the fact that he was born on the winter solstice was part of this. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, that's right up your interview, alley. and which I thought was really cute. Um, here's a little quote from him: "I'm born on December 21st, which is the winter solstice, the shortest day of the year." Uh, Alexiak said, "I kind of thought it would be a cool little touch. I've just got it starting on it. I definitely want to get more winter solstice inspired tattoos." I'm always on the lookout for things like that. That's cool. It's like, right, because he's got a tattoo of a moon. That is cool. Like, that feels like he's actually putting thought into it instead of, like, tattooing an eye on his knee. Oh, yeah. No, all of his... Canada logo. All of his tattoos are super thoughtful, sort of, about his, you know, various, you know, patchwork of family heritage. And Riley Sheehan is the other guy they've done, and they have a few more that they're featuring in the future. Is it Sheehan? Sheehan? I don't know. I'm sorry. Don't watch enough fucking games yet. As far as uh, how teams continue to invent new things to brand and sell to advertisers in this post-COVID world, fancy websites with sexy player features. Nice. That's a good thing. I approve. I mean, speaking of, of teams knocking it out of the park, I personally thought the Buffalo Sabres announcement of Owen Power signing was very well done on Twitter. They posted this little video of like a phone charging it was it was so dumb but that i like immediately cute. knew what was going on was it I just was it seattle that posted the... been i don't know they've had yeah. that on on tweet deck for months probably yeah i think it was seattle that posted the like really dramatic like movie poster of maddie veneers like, no Bad- maddie veneers posted that and seattle retwe- retweeted it oh my god that, mate, well he is Mad- a theater kid yeah uh, uh mm, yes the theater kid shines through. Gotta love that. Yeah. Wait, that originated with Maddie Veneers himself, not the Yeah, team? it was posted on his Twitter. 
theater kid baby. so we theater just like kid. found some friend that like had photoshop and was like yo can you shout me into this really cool f-? this is what i'm thinking i mean like, I maybe need a, it I need still was like designed by the org but like he tweeted it so yeah it's funnier if it he's hitting up a yeah if he just like got one of his college buddies to like <laughs> yeah that's what i'm imagining theater theater uh, design uh, buddies hey dude can know. you make a poster for me oh uh, yeah i need something to announce my uh nhl signing yeah, like the person who would normally do like the the theater poster for their yeah, shows. Exactly. Be like, hey, 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 buddy. Sounds about the level of um, uh, production attention that Joel Farabee's uh, album to be would get. Yeah, Joel, when's that dropping? He said he's working on it. What? I- what even is this joke, though? I don't even. Do you know, Jess? What? What? The where the like Joel Farabee dropping an album story originated. So the. The first, I feel like the first documented was in a mic'd up video. I think it was and he's TK's like, mic'd up? Yeah. He's like kneeling on the ice and he's like whispering into TK's mic about it. But I know that there have been other jokes about it before then, but that was the big one that definitely got everyone's attention. And since then, it has just been a running joke. It hasn't come up for a while, though, until recently, where I feel like he was asked about it then and maybe another time, too. I'm about it. So it is the joke that does not die. Um, But speaking of the opposite end of the production value scale here, um, the adorable video posted oh, by Nazem Kadri's daughter? No, no. Okay. Um, that was also adorable. That, that was, was also adorable. adorable no. Uh, the adorable video posted by the NHL at NHL blue check Twitter account. Goalie love. Goalie love. Yellow heart, black heart. And it was a literally 52 second video of just all of the highlights of Jeremy Swayman and Letus Allmark from the Boston Bruins lowing on each other. Just I've so been, much. I've it was really adorable. enjoying this new trend of like actual NHL teams posting fan cams. Mm-hmm. And now it's the actual NHL. Yeah. Not even just the team. Like the actual I know, but league. it started with the teams. Like I I've know, seen the Hurricanes this, do it this and is, stuff. This is, and we've talked about it before uh, uh, at least once, but like. I think the the swing from uh, no soap operas, just hockey, to posting fan cams in what a span of three or four years is yeah yeah something. It makes me ask some questions <laughs> that I'm not going to ask out loud right now. But um, no, say. the best the best part of this uh, goalie love video truly to me is um, the last like 20 seconds where there's a bunch of clips of other like young goalies around the world, you know, doing the big, their Swayman and Allmark's big bear hug dance ritual. Getting inspired by this. It was so cute. And them talking about how much they love that. And, you know, goalie love is the best love. Give us more goalie hugs. It's, it was mm. the rituals. That is it's one really good thing sweet. about attending games in person is that Sportsnet can't cut the feed. Yes. Sportsnet <laughs> cannot cut the feed when you're game, there. Damn it. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. The sports stuff producer jumps down from the stands and just knocks you out. <laughs> no. They, like, drop a black sheet. Like, they drop yeah. a curtain. Oh, my God. Let them hug in private, you animals. No. Oh. This is a good, uh, this is as good a transition as any. The, uh, Blue Jackets and Avs, uh, April Fool's prank, where they... Said, announced that they were going to trade their mascots. 
I cracked up because like you know it's April Fools because you're like you know you know you're like ah oh, it's a joke they're gonna you know they're gonna you know they're gonna be it was like actually funny April though because I knew it was a joke like it was actually yeah, funny yeah, yeah. Like, no, it's it's a joke, I was like April this is hysterical but the how they resolved the joke was the best part because they basically called out the Vegas Golden Knights and were like yep. yeah the NHL won't allow us the trade has been cancelled and it's just and Vegas like actually like their Twitter like responded in the comments going like happens happens all lowercase yeah especially because the columbus tweet is jk lol and then the graphic yeah i mean it was it was very fun it was stupid but it was exactly the kind of dumb april fool's thing that i'm game for like no yeah you know it's fake the whole time but you're still game and then how they resolve it is hilarious some funny social media manager collusion right there Okay, one more social media manager slash beat reporter tidbit. This is a uh, beat reporters are just like us or beat reporters are just like Mac moment. Uh, This one is beat reporters are just like me. Uh, Sarah Sarah Sivian's tweet. Just saw Hillary Knight in real life and almost fainted. Mood. I literally only put that in the script because I knew it would amuse Mac. And now Jess is on too, so I'm not the only like Hillary Knight. After I've spent several weeks torturing you with Hillary Knight thirst traps. No, yeah, it's really funny. I will see them tag each other in Hillary Knight. Tagging me in her thirst traps. And then they both just send, like, hot face emoji. (laughs) That's all you need, really. And I know we've talked about this on the pod before, and Max has been like, Hillary Knight, call me. So I just, you know, had to go there. She's so cute. (sighs) I could write an essay about how Hillary Knight is the perfect woman. Point yep. A, she loves her dogs, and point B, she loves Chipotle, and that's all I need. <laughs> I mean, those are excellent priorities. <laughs> Puff's face is like the fuck right now. I respect that. Puff, have you ever had Chipotle? Do they have Chipotle in Canada? We have Chipotle flavored things, but I don't think we actually have Chipotle. No, you don't have Chipotle then. Do you have Chipotle where you are in Europe? No, but I've been to the U.S. and had Chipotle. Oh, you had Chipotle here. Yeah. Yeah, I've never had it, so maybe I just don't get it. I mean, I don't really eat it anymore. The whole, like, E. coli scare kind of... I'll go if somebody drags me, but I'm not, like, gonna go out of my own way to go to Chipotle. Yeah. Chipotle is the one that I always get mixed up with that homophobic one. Chick-fil-A? That's Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah. I always get that mixed up. Oh, man. It's both... Th- yeah. Anyway. Love knowing that that's going to be one of the little, like, promo sections of the podcast <laughs> for this week. Yeah, the homophobic chicken restaurant. <laughs> yeah, stuff for laugh This is what you... Here's what you missed on, oh my god, they were teammates. Here's the homophobic yeah. chicken restaurant. Can we get sued for that? No. Um, it's... That's... No. No, we can't. Um, okay. And if we do, I'll win. It's okay. Um... <laughs> Come at me, bro. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of come at me, bro. Oh, yeah. What a great transition. Oh, man. <sighs> Boy. Re- remember so, when everyone was talking about Will Smith a couple yeah, weeks ago? That's, it's been so that. long. Yeah, and Chris Rock at the Oscars. Yeah. Anyway, th- just in case you missed it, Hockey Twitter was just afire with memes that night. Uh, that were, like, just stupid hockey memes, but also... What I thought was the most hilarious is that there's actually a hockey connection for Will Smith. Yeah, he's a p- 
part owner of the New Jersey Devils via some ownership group Via, via, thing. like, he's part owner yeah. of a company that also happens to own part of the New Jersey Devils. But I thought it was just hilarious. It was pretty funny. That Devils Twitter was like, so, like, part owner Will Smith just got almost uh, got a Gordie Howe hat trick. Yeah. The, the fact that, I mean, he really did get a Gordie Howe, if you think about it, because he got a nomination, a win, and a, and a fight, so... That's yeah, what I was going to say. I think say. that's the actor's, yeah. the Oscars version of Gordie Howe. Ta-da! Thank you for being mm-hmm. so amused by this uh, episode segment of How to Get a Gordie Howe. Again, <laughs> yeah, every time. segments. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I guess we're here at the time that we... Talk about games we're going to look forward to, or we are looking forward to currently. I feel like Jess would have something to say about a game she's looking forward to. Uh, Yeah, so my last hockey, NHL hockey game of the season, um, which was supposed to be on Saturday, but um, when they announced that Cole Caulfield was the rookie of the month for March, I got all up in my feels about how... He was the only one out of my favorites that I didn't get to see this season, so logged on to Ticketmaster like you do while you're working, sorry, and um, going to see them play in Columbus on Wednesday. I'm very excited. I got tickets right behind the visitor's bench, and Ooh. it will be a lot of fun. That's fucking Good awesome. Seats. And, hoping and hoping we'll get, we'll get a, a massive, massive appearance, appearance for Goal Caulfield. Yeah. Let us know if he has like a seat booster on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> a little booster seat. I did well, tell yeah, Mac. Just... So I went to see the Vegas Golden Knights play in Columbus um, last month. And that was the night that Cole Sillinger of Columbus got his first career hat trick. Oh. So it's like, maybe I can manifest a different Cole hat trick for yeah. this game. I hope so. I mean, your powers would be so, so great if that worked. But yeah, no, I was just thinking of that video where Cole was asking for a stool when they were, like, taking a photo. Oh, my God, that was so funny. Yeah. The fact that, speaking of being amazed that team Twitters, that official Twitters are doing things, the fact that the actual Canadians account is in on the short jokes yeah. is almost too much. I also <laughs> enjoy the, how the Canucks are in on, like, depressed Quinn Hughes memes. Yeah, yeah. It's just... Because <laughs> there's so Sometimes it's a little too much but sometimes it's great yeah i don't know i enjoy them because i think he's actually fine yeah, yeah. like if he was as actually long, depressed, as long as you think like he's actually fine like if you start no, making yeah. Connor mcdavid is so depressed he wants to get out of edmonton memes get the fuck out of my house yeah also how the fuck did you get in my house but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no my speaking of callbacks to previous episodes um fantasy hockey regrets that are high on my list this season Dropping Cole Caulfield when they sent him down to Laval, like, way back in fucking November or whatever. Yeah, I did that on another league. Not in the one I'm in with Mac, it's the one I'm in with my dad. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Regerts. Is is, Mm -hmm. is Jacob Markstrom still the only thing keeping you alive in fantasy, Mac? Yep, 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 yep. Gotta love Jacob Markstrom. Also, Matt Boldy was still on IR, and then he scored, like, five, like, then, you know, he scored me, like, over five points, and I'm like... But you didn't get to keep the five points because he was on IR. Yeah, no, it's uh, I didn't. I forgot to send my lineup yesterday, Rob. Um, yeah. 
Well, no need to set your lineup today because there's only one game, but don't forget to do it for tomorrow because there's going to be a whole bunch of games. I literally opened my fantasy app and I was like, none of my players are playing today? How is that fucking possible? And then I opened the score, like the app I used to look at sports shit, and I... Blank, blank. Yeah, because yeah, everybody wants to this, watch like... the Jets versus Habs. They had to make it sure that Nick the schedule Suzuki's... was wide open. It is Nick Suzuki's 200th game tonight. Aw. Okay, that's nice. I mean, I'm going to turn it on because it's the only fucking thing on because there's literally it's, it's no other same. sports on because God hates I'm me. I'm just going to go to bed after this. Is Nick Suzuki sure. one of the NHL cat dads? I think he is. Yes. Yes, he okay. is. Yes. Oh, that is, that is so valid. Correct. Yeah, because most of them are dog dads or don't have a pet. So no, I'm like, I sometimes I've been trying to mentally keep a list of NHL cat dads for absolutely no reason beyond my own enjoyment. Galchenyuk. Yeah. That's Dima, yeah, uh, um, uh, Dmitry Orlov is also a cat dad. Yes. He brought his cat to Worlds with him. Um, I didn't know that. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, he left his family at home, but he brought his cat. <laughs> Priorities. Love Priorities. <laughs> I respect um, that, actually. Me too. Me too. Um, speaking of names you might want to get your fantasy uh, teams in order for, we've got some really f- exciting games coming up, I hope. Uh, Avs and Canes are playing each other uh, the 16th. Uh, let's hope for some better roughing this time because that was the uh, game that Landeskog was pretty pissed about last time. Oh, it looks like Saturday the 16th is going to be a big game. Big yeah, day, it's, it's, good. It's, it's huge because we also have Vegas versus Edmonton. So we have Jack Eichel versus Connor McDavid. And I know it's been seven years since that draft, but oh boy. Is this the I first time? That? Since the injury, it might be. Uh, I'm pretty damn sure it yeah. is. I would have known. I would have talked about this way more if it hadn't been the yeah, first. Yeah, no, it's not the first time since the trade, but it's the first time since Jack Eichel has come back from injury. Yeah. Like like Vegas and Edmonton have played each other, but not with Jack in the lineup. Not with, yeah, not so with Jack that's going to be... I'm really excited to see that one. Because Jack Eichel's yeah. heating up. He's got like 11 goals now in 25 I'm also excited games. to see if they ask Jack Eichel about Connor McDavid and he oh, makes like will. a bitchy face. Because you know they're going to ask him. I hope I mean, they ask and I hope they ma- he makes that perfect resting bitch face again. Yeah, me too. I hope they ask Connor McDavid about Jack Eichel. Yeah, they, they should do that. They don't the usually do that. The beats don't seem... All of the beats don't seem afraid to ask any fucking question that comes to their minds. So I'm sure we'll oh, hear some yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, no. Side note. I thought it was funny when... Um, I believe it was Wild versus Vegas. And then one of the Wild Beat guys said to Flurry, like, I wish you were playing tonight. It would make my article a lot easier to write. And he was like... Yeah, it would, but too bad for you. I'm on the bench. <laughs> he fucking said that. He fucking said, I'm, ooh. Mm. Yeah, he was like joking along with him though, but. Yeah. I mean, because Flower is just like the most delightful person ever, so. I'm like, I, I'm laughing. Like, I think it's funny, but also like, too real, my dude. Too real. Yeah. Like, yeah. D- dude. <laughs> no, but uh, also on the list for the uh, Saturday the 16th, uh, potentially epic games. Uh, watch the Leafs game with Steve Dangle because uh, it's a Saturday. So Repeat that's going to be watching the Leafs game with Steve Dangle. They're playing Ottawa. Take the Bet over. The over. <laughs> if it's 5-1, don't give up. Yeah. <laughs> I will never forget that 6-5 to five, uh, game that, that Ottawa won Side last note, year. Side note, how the hell did Austin Matthews get so many goals already? I, like, I, I, literally, just, I feel like I looked away and he was at in 50 me games. Too. Yeah, yeah, I looked away and he went from 50 to 58 like overnight. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. When yeah, did I'm this like, happen? When did that happen? 
he's like for NHL first star of the week because he got seven goals in a week. What the hell? Yeah. What the fuck? Magic. How? Mitch Marner probably. And he's growing That's the mustache back out. <laughs> the mustache, yeah. It's the power of the mustache for sure. I think um, so. So Leafs game with Steve Dangle there before we record again. So there's the Toronto Ottawa game on the 16th, and Toronto Florida on the 23rd. Take the over for a lot. Oh, both of those. Yeah, especially the Toronto, especially Florida. The Florida one, especially that one. God, I and mm. um, the final game well, that mm. I had on my list that I'm looking forward to is we have another battle of Pennsylvania coming up on the 24th. I mean, the Flyers. Is anyone lineup, looking forward to these? I like <laughs> I, the Flyers lineup is, is garbage, but I can't wait for like. This is the first of- battle of Pennsylvania without Claude. Yeah. I was just about to say, it's not the same because yeah. Claude Giroux is gone. Oh, God. Well, not gone. Maybe. That makes it sound like he's dead. We can yeah, I can still hear his voice. <laughs> he's just he's not dead. Florida. He's just on the Panthers. TK will just dial it up to a thousand. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. TK's I guess gonna it's be... really it's going to be TK and Sid that fight now. I'm into that. It's going to be Zach McEwen trying to fight Sid. Oh, my God. I want to see that. He would actually be successful, unlike TK trying to fight Sid. Yeah, he would do it. But no, like, I just want to see what that would be like. And I, I kind of, everyone's like, oh, the Flyers suck. They can't do shit. Like, they're going to bring it for that game. You know they will. Uh, the I was listening to, I can't remember what, what it was post-game or what it was, um, talking about the fact that the Flyers has got to have a lineup chock full of young guys that are trying to oppress their coaches and get their contracts yeah. signed, which, I mean, has its own, you know, they've, they're out of the yaffs. they got nothing to lose, like... And there's there's an energy in that. Yeah, there's fun in there. Like they have had a lot of young guys like scoring their first goals and lighting I honestly it up. Thought you were gonna bring up uh, Keith Yandel. Uh, yeah, no. We've had enough negativity in this episode. <laughs> yeah. No, but funny when Jess said like, "Oh, it's the first battle of Pennsylvania without Claude Giroux," and I was like, "Okay, but this is why." In my list of potential playoff matchups, I want Panthers Penguins. It's the revenge tour for Claude Giroux. Ooh. That is compelling. If the Caps get past the Penguins and yeah. get the Penguins into the wildcard spot, that's totally likely and would be hot. I would love that. I would yeah, be exactly. very into the, that. These are my semi semi Extremely possible oh, I need to manifest the shit out of that. Yeah. And my other um playoff narrative, Vegas versus Edmonton. A whole series of Jack versus Connor. See, I'm unsure because the Oilers, okay, I said no, the Oilers are going to get the red going yeah. out of the first round. Yeah. We choke, we choke. So, um, if the Oilers are against the LA, flames. it's better for them. Yeah. So, I'll take it. But, like, my narrative, my narrative for this, like, I've thought of this. Okay, guys, I've thought of this. My narrative for this is uh, Vegas Edmonton first round, Edmonton wins. Second round is Edmonton versus Calgary. Boy, that's what I want. I want a whole series of Battle of Alberta. And then I want the conference final to be Calgary Avalanche, but that's I want a whole, other a whole story. series of Battle of Alberta when we have a better goalie. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no Stuart Skinner, to Koskinen, who I think is very good, but does better when he mentally is either part of a tandem or the backup. But uh, yeah, a little bit of offense to Mike Smith. I'm sorry. A little. Offense. He's been better, but like Stuart Skinner is right there. Yes, yeah, Stuart Skinner is right there. Him and the power of his mustache. It's a good mustache. I, I don't yeah, normally like mustache. mustaches, but it suits him. I like that It makes one. him look 35, but somehow it still no, suits him. No, it does. Him. Yeah. 
He's younger than me, and sometimes I forget. <laughs> and these are the important things that you uh, you need to know from, oh my god, they were teammates. Um, oh, playoff narrative. Episode... So, okay, wait, no, I have a playoff narrative. Sorry. I, the, no. Yeah, and go off. My The playoff narrative that I'm really looking forward to the most, you know, aside from just, you know, rooting for the Caps, da-da-da, is the Claude Giroux narrative. Honestly, like, watching the Panthers games recently, like... You know, they've come back from more games than any other team in the league this year. They come back from down many goals and still have the fire to get it done. And it, you can you can see what G sees in them. And you can see why he thought they were, you know, a team that can make it happen. Contenders. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be something. So that's, I did see I, a funny thing I'm excited with, for that. Um, uh, Claude Giroux and Claude Giroux. And uh, Alexander Barkov, where Barkov said something like, oh, Claude Giroux is like a little me or something. Yeah. And then G was like, oh, what if I just called you Big G? And then he was not a fan of that. He didn't like that. <laughs> I love Claude Giroux. Yeah. Me too. So and I, um, I want him to be successful. It's going to, I'm, yeah. well, I'm, I'm, this is going to be a very conflicted playoffs for me. We're going to so. talk about the playoffs more next time, because next time when we record, will be our last episode before the start of the playoffs. I don't have a better sort of sense of what everything's shaken out as. Because we only have about three weeks of the regular season left. So in two weeks, when we record our next episode, presumably we will be uh, heading into the final week of the regular However, season. However, this is the last episode before fantasy hockey playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> So good good luck to me and Mac, I guess, but Ooh. not as much luck to Mac as to me. We'll see how well... I don't know if we're versing. I don't think we're versing. Puff and Mac get along uh, next episode. I don't have high hopes for myself. It was my first It was my first ever fantasy sports experience, period, oh, shockingly that. enough. Oh, yeah. No, I had never, never done a fantasy, a, a fantasy sport before, surprisingly enough, but I enjoyed it. My brother and sister actually won their, their NFL uh, oh my God. pool this year, Can which I, I thought was or their fantasy league this year, so that's great. <laughs> I imagine my teams would be better if I didn't feel like I was, like, I had to get my favorites. Like, I feel like I'm collecting them. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's why we do it wrong. I get too emotionally invested. No, yeah. Yeah. that's not doing it wrong. That's doing it the yeah, fun way. Yeah, it's hard to go it's for also, vibe. It's also why I don't play fantasy sports, because I would just be collecting my favorites. I mean, that's all, all I did. And they would interfere with other people's favorites, and then I would have to fight them. <laughs> I showed him last year's draft, and he was like, how the hell did Connor McDavid go fifth? After Jimmy ah. Ben, and I was like, "Yeah, LMAO. LMAO. He was like, "What the fuck happened?" I was like, "Eh." Oh, that's so funny. People <sighs> real they really like the stars. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. So uh, catch us next time when we talk a little bit more about the playoffs. And in the meantime, you can find us on social media at omgtwtpod. That's on Twitter and on Instagram. And if you have anything to say about our episodes. If you want to uh, ha- share your graphic design opinions with Mac, email us at... Defend- if you want to defend uh, Don Cherry and have me enjoy deleting your email, <laughs> yeah. you can email us email- at OMG. Email Mac. <laughs> yeah, at OMG, they were teammates at gmail.com. Yes. Don Cherry, oh. if you want to interview... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't share if you want to be on our podcast. No. <laughs> no. No, you're not invited. You're not invited.